Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, hello, howdy-do. Landing Southwest Friendly here back in Baltimore, Washington International Airport. Whisked over to my house for the studio, and wow, it felt like a, a movie, just like landing and putting the computer up and going live. So pretty cool. Mariana, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Wonderful. And Dr. Heather, how are you? I am fantabulous. Well, that's a good way to be. You know, <laughs> you know we got something in common. I know you guys know what it is, but uh, what we have in common is there's this dude named Bernardo Moya, and he has this lovely book I was able to publish and be part of and so excited about, but he has Be the Best You, the Best You Expo, the bestuexpo.com, and you are two of the speakers. Yes. That's it. I'm very excited. Of many. I mean, look, ba-boom. I'm telling you, that blew my hat off that I'm here with two speakers from that expo, and it's coming up real soon. Yes, we're, we're boarding that Southwest airline on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Southwest? How about you, Dr. Heather? Yeah. I'm actually flying Alaska Airlines. Alaska? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, we, we will uh, we'll see if Alaska can divert you through to Southwest so we get you there. <laughs> big heart, with a big heart. So um, we're going to start off with uh, Mariana because she has A at the beginning of her last name. Is that pretty yeah. cool? So you're going to enjoy um, her dialogue. And then when it's, if, if you want to kick in, go ahead. Normally we do kind of 27 minutes, 27 minutes. But I think uh, since we're all three speakers with Be The Best You Expo, we have to make Bernardo proud by all chiming in when we want to be the best. Okay, That's right. So uh, Dr. Heather has a book coming out, I believe, later this year. And I'm excited to support any way I can. And Mariana sent me her book. And it, it, yeah. it it land. It, I got it, got it one hour before I was leaving for my flight. So I wouldn't have even had time to get it. <laughs> yeah, I, That's I, great. BWI is 25 minutes from my house. I got picked up at 1030 and here I am. So it is wacky. <laughs> yeah, we planned it with, there's no way we're not going to miss this. And so we got, you know, the old, we get to the gate early and get to sit at the gate so we can uh, twiddle our thumbs and stuff. And then of course, mm-hmm. back, all the good stuff. So I'm really happy to be here with both of you. We'll start off with uh, Mariana. So you have a little bit of an accent. It sounds like either Alabama, maybe Georgia. Oh, you're far, very far. (laughs) It's it's actually funny. After being in U.S. since 1999, so what is it, 24 years? Right. uh, I still can't get rid of my Slovak accent. But I do get a lot that, are you Argentinian? Are you... People guess all all parts of the world, but not Slovakia, <coughs> not Slavic. But yeah, it's it's still Slovak as as much as I'd like to not call well, it we that. Well, we don't have a lot of Slovakians in the area, and so no, <laughs> you're, you're representing as we say, right? That's right. That's it. <laughs> and we talked about doing a perfect publishing tour that you're going to help us get back in. Yes, can't block. wait. Can't wait. Absolutely. Beautiful countries there, uh, Doctor Heather. Have you ever been to Slovakia or Budapest or any of those beautiful places? Not as of yet, but it's definitely on my list. Well, you know, between Perfect Publishing's desire to go to that area and show off your book, I think you're (laughs) going to have to be there with your book. You know that. Maybe that will be the alignment. Let's see what happens. 
Awesome. So, uh, Mariana, well, we know where you're born now. So what was your childhood like and how did, uh, how did it impact? What was the defining moment that caused you to be who you are today? I grew up in communism. Um, so it was, you know, as a child, standing up before beginning of every school class, uh, singing songs to Vladimir Lenin's photograph hanging on the wall across from us. Um, and <laughs> other fun stuff like that. <laughs> Unable to learn any languages outside Russian, besides Russian, right. um, which changed eventually. <clears throat> so when I was so, 13... So you know Russian, I would like to say uh, kaktila. Kaktila. Or kakti biazavut. Uh, or uh, or ocean. No, it would be uh, dobriden, right? Or, or dobriden. Or dobriden. And I just know da. That's da. it. That's all I can <laughs> give you right That's now. That's all you really need to know. <laughs> Heather, do you remember the song Da Da Da? Yes, I do actually. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a funny one. And actually, was, I am going to change the format of the show because Dr. Heather is going to contribute to being the best you expo. So when she wants to chime in, we're going to just have a fun conversation. So yeah. when I ask you a question, the same question will go to Dr. Heather and you get the same opportunity to chime in with your best of's, okay? That's it. Okay. So uh, tell, tell us more about your childhood. Now that- me or Dr. Heather? No, you. you we, I st- we, <laughs> still we, you. Inter- we interjected, we interrupted, and we showed off some some. <laughs> it, you know, I grew up in a small village, 2,000 people. So everybody knew what you were doing. Everybody knew what you were wearing, where you went before or after dinner. Uh, what are you up to? Anything and everything was all out open, and everybody had something to say about your private life and whatnot. It's a, it's a small village life. So I think as a child, uh, and as I grew to, into being a teenager, I always just wanted to travel and get out of that small little village uh, scale. Okay, and so let me, let me ask a question, because maybe Dr. Heather has the same question. But when you were in this little small village of 2000, you could only learn Russian. You had to stand and celebrate Vladimir. Yeah. Vladimir, go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> how aware were you that the U.S. existed, uh, other countries existed, that there were possibly better places to be? Not that aware, mm-hmm. not that much aware. I mean, we had the very strong school um, curriculum and geography was one of the biggest subjects, topics, but... Um, I can just see the geography. <laughs> this is Russia and this is... <laughs> this is Czechoslovakia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And America is somewhere out there. And then <laughs> yeah. there was that song that was, I don't remember who was the, the, the single, Go West, yeah. Go West. And I always kept imagining that go west means go to U.S. That, that's right. what clicked in me, uh, in my head. Um, but anyway, yes, um, I learned English. Once the communism fell, I was maybe 13. It was, it was really Pet hard. Shop it was Pet Sorry? Shop It was Pet Shop Boys. Pet Shop Boys, that's right. I knew it's not, you're not going to let go until we know who that was. I know, Pet Shop Boys. Um, I was about 13 when the communism fell. We had a gentle revolution. Very proud, actually, nonviolent. Uh, countries separated for the best. Um, but, you know, the corruption continued and you couldn't just get to the college, uh, you know, applying and getting there. You needed to kind of gift the dean a house key or a car key or pay well into getting entry in. Uh, so although I passed all my entry examinations, I didn't get into the college. Uh, so I decided to take off and be an au pair in England when I was 18. I said, I didn't get to college because I didn't speak fluent English. I only knew English from a couple of years in high school and learning from the songs. Um, so I went to England. 
How important is it to learn English there? It was becoming important because once the community felt English became like the language, the second language that everybody had to know. But if you didn't grow up learning it over the years, it was very hard to catch up just, you know, uh, as, a, as a, you know, it was a school, school English is very different. So as I said, I learned more from singing the songs and translating. And, you know, there wasn't Google that you throw in the words and it gives you translator. You had to walk around with the right. thick dictionaries and look up every word and see what it meant. And when it was like difficult grammar, forget about it. Well, so Dr. I thought Dr. Heather did her uh, dissertation on the distinctions between Slovakia and Slovenia, and I was very impressed with uh, the work <laughs> you did. <laughs> Dr. Heather, I'm not going to put you in the spot. I'm going to actually revert it back to Mariana. Can you tell <laughs> for the people that don't know the distinctions between Slovakia and Slovenia? Because I've heard that there's differences, obviously, but I have also heard there's a lot of confusion. Yes, there is. So we are all sort of Slavic nation. But Slovakia is part of former Czechoslovakia, which is now Czech Republic and Slovak Republic. Right. Slovenia is part of former Yugoslavia, which has Croatia, Slovenia. I think there's Montenegro with it. There's, there's other. Albania. Uh, uh, yeah, Albania was always separate. So I'm not really sure it was part of Yugoslavia. But that's more south. Um, that's, that's the holiday travel uh, you know, area. Why did um, all the countries? Herzegovina was part of Yugoslavia. So that's South. That's a completely different kind of congregation of now separate states, but it used to be Yugoslavia, also <clears throat> communist, and also, you know, had gone through their did, part of did, Spain. This is not really the direction of the show, so don't think I'm going this direction, but just, mm -hmm. just, just a little confusion thing. Um, Yugoslavia is just a lot of, of geographic space and area. Yeah. How, did, how, how many countries were developed and, and what caused it to be those exact ones? Do you know, that? I have no idea. Uh, Dr. It's Heather, not I'm my gonna, country. I'm gonna report to you for your dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to do my research. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, like a PhD yeah. on this. That's crazy. All right, so we will we will do a Google dive and we will all learn. All three of us will learn why, not why, but we, we know why, but we don't know uh, the the number of countries and how they've actually said that's going to be how many there are, because that was pretty cool. That yeah. was pretty cool. I, well, I think what was really cool is you get me people that went there and they say, I went to Yugoslavia and they can't actually say they were in the new countries because they weren't new countries at that point. Mm, yeah. So All right. So uh, finishing up, go ahead and give like a defining moment that maybe, uh, well, besides the opar, au pair, what was the defining moment that kind of caused you to be enlightened to not only travel and go abroad, but be who you are today. I feel it was me fighting what wasn't possible during my childhood and being aware that now it is possible. I am not that victim of the system and I do need to get out and do it for myself. I owe it to myself. And I've always wanted to travel just because I was intrigued by different cultures, different nationalities, different languages, how people lived. And just wanted to separate myself from that little village life that, you know, uh, have a little bit more independence, freedom, flexibility, always, always had that sleeping inside of me. But I think when you're 18 and you make these decisions, it's just pure sense of curiosity. You follow your curiosity. You follow uh, the need uh, of <laughs> for wanting some adventure, <laughs> I believe. And, you know, it goes, I've, even since I was, 
probably 16, I heard this quote first time. It's better to regret what you've done than what you've never done. Paul Adler. So um, that's already back then I was living by this. I was just going that, forward that to indeed. anything, being fearless. So yeah, when I, I actually had a very... I got to say that. I got to say that's like a be the best you type of quote. I mean, that would, yeah, yeah. would be something. It's been mine since I was a teenager, since I first read it somewhere. And uh, until today, it is my life quote. So I always do it. And then I take the consequence, whether it's a good or bad consequence, doesn't matter. I do it. And right. I, I always believe when the doors open, your responsibility is to walk through and see what's behind that door because it opened for a reason. So that's how it was. I had a decent job in Slovakia. And then somebody told me about the student agency after I came back from England and I just filled out the application and be like, okay, fingers crossed. And three weeks later, I got the visa that was impossible to get the visa to us. And, and three weeks after getting visa, I was on a plane to Washington, DC. Why'd Um, you get it? Sorry. Why did you get it? Why did I get the visa? No, I mean, why, why did you get, why did you break the odds? I mean, how did, it was so hard to get. What, what, what do you think caused that? Um, I, I think magic universe wanted me to go. <laughs> There's no other way. You had to prove that you have some assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to prove that you're employed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was with the company before for more than a year that I was currently working um, I had some, something on my savings account. So you had to prove that there will be enough to bring you back. They right. didn't want you to stay in US or stay illegal, God forbid. So it was a J1 simple visa. And you, you just, you just, yeah, you just promise you'll be back in, in one year. That right. So last, I didn't keep that promise. <laughs> last question for you with regard to how the beginning of how you created who you are. Um, yeah. I know Dr. Heather's excited about sharing about her childhood in Slovenia, your, your counterpart. (laughs) (laughs) So I I can't imagine, and I don't think Dr. Heather can either, what it would be like to be in a a country that kind of blocks you from knowing what is outside that country. And so there's like a black market that gets videos and music and stuff. Did you get access to stuff to see what the outside world was? Yeah. We had a shop that was called Tuzex. And in Tuzex, you could get a tape recorder. You could wow. get um, T-shirts with Mickey Mouse, yeah. uh, which I didn't know who Mickey Mouse was yeah. I, because I didn't have access to watch that actual Disney. Disney. Mm-hmm. But it was red and bright and no one else had it. Because right. other than that, we had this one textile store. How in- much would that be? How much would that cost? Oh, it was expensive. My parents would have an opportunity to shop there only on big occasions. And they would save up whole year just to go and get one T-shirt or a different sweets than those that were in our communist regular groceries. Yeah, that's oh. crazy. Uh, people that did go over to Russia with jeans. I mean, like just. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> wild. We got corduroys. all right we're gonna come back to you we gotta learn about slovenia obviously can't all be about slovakia so (laughs) heather uh, what city in slovenia were you (laughs) so where were you born dr heather i was actually i was born in the bronx new york well that's close to slovenia very close got it yes (laughs) well today you know it is you know new york is very uh there are a lot of um different um, influences here today. It's amazing how, you know, I really, I've always seen New York as a melting pot. So, you know, 
we've had that was that's one of the great things about growing up in New York is because out the exposure, you know, of of um, these different cultures that move here. It's really just been amazing. Yeah, it's one of the ultimate melting pots. I mean, my my area DC compete yeah. with that, but uh, we we know what it's like to see the world for sure. Yes, definitely. Um, so childhood was. Well, I grew up, I grew up in Mount Vernon. My parents ended up moving to Westchester County and growing up in Mount Vernon. And um, that's different. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, well, both my parents were born in the city and they wanted to move to the burbs. You know, um, I have two older siblings and, you know, they definitely just wanted to create a different reality for us. And um, it was, you know, it was pretty cool growing up here in Mount Vernon. Um, you know, it was in yeah, yeah, it was, you know, it was into so many different things. You know, we actually had some really interesting energy that has come out of Mount Vernon. If you're familiar with like the R&B and the hip hop world, we have Heavy D, we have Puffy, we had Al B. Sure, all these energies, athletes, you know, it's only four square miles, but there just seems to be this energy that always existed here. Well, there um, also there was the, there was a store, Doctor Heather, that you got to go to. You'd save a long time to get a, like a Russian T-shirt, and you'd get to get a. Salon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we had, like I said, Mount Vernon is four square miles, but there's just a lot of great energy that have has. You met Heavy D or any of those guys? Um, yes, actually, I have. I have throughout the years. I actually because I went to high school with them. Okay. So you know, seeing them and then went to school we, with who. I went to school. I went to school with Heavy D. I went to school with Sean Puppy Coombs. I went to no school. Kidding. With, yeah, I'll be sure. Well, I didn't go to school with I didn't go to school with, went to um, same school. with Sean, but we were actually friends because we lived around the corner from each other. So right. um, so like I said, Mount Vernon is a really it's only four square miles, but um, you know, uh Felicia Rashad, Felicia Allen Rashad is here. You know, like I said, it's really um uh, Denzel Washington grew up here. We now have a high really? school. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they that's what I'm saying. So they re- they reshaped Russia and Yugoslavia. That's- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I I tell you, it's really an amazing entity in itself. So, um, you know, I say it definitely has some highly transformative energy. But you know, growing up here and you know, have being exposed to so many different things. I just found that, um, you know, even though I, you know, I love music, I love dance, but something just kept pulling me to the sciences. When I was in high school, I loved biology. I loved science. And then once I got into college, I just kept going the science route and ended up, you know, um, getting my uh, bachelor's in biology. But while I was there, I was exposed to this concept of chiropractic, you know, uh, the, 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 the practice of chiropractic, I should say, and then linked up with some local chiropractors after I graduated from college and ended up working with them and then made the conscious decision to then go to chiropractic school and just love the practice, fell in love with it. But something, you know, once I got into my own practice and I started working with individuals, I realized that there was more. I was like, you know what, this is just not it for me. And let me cut in right now. Let me cut in right now because that 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 that's loaded in so many areas. First of all, you're bringing in heavy DM puffy. I mean, come on. <laughs> then you're talking about aligning your back. I mean, cracking your back, getting on top of the back, and jamming it down and everything. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go on two little tangents, and we're gonna come right back. Okay, fair. Okay, sure. All right. So I think you might be a little sad, maybe a little remiss, just like I am, and possibly a Mariana. I mean, this was someone that she they wanted to buy the t-shirts for. 
So does Bernardo know who he's dealing with, with Puffy and Heavy D when he <laughs> said, no, you can't get the best you expo? I mean, they, they should have made the cut. They should have made the cut. Yeah. Well, you know, they should have, except we lost Heavy D a few years ago. Yes, we he did. actually, yes, we did. yeah, yes, he right. transitioned, you know, several years ago, but, you know, his energy definitely lives on. So, no, I don't think Bernardo knows, yeah. but he will now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got confused because he, he knew about Heavy D and he was like, he was just assuming maybe there were a couple other passings and there's not a pass <laughs> Puffy right now. So, yeah, Puff, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be crazy? We'll see what happens. You well, know, be, we'll... be the best you is actually what those guys did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, knowing this young man and watching him evolve from the ground up, you know, he really did. He, he navigated his entire reality from just staying focused, knowing what he wanted, connecting with the right people. And it really made a big difference for you're, him. You're referring more to Sean, right? Yes, I'm referring to Sean. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But, but Heavy D, I mean, some very powerful songs. I mean, those, yes. <laughs> those songs are timeless. Yes, absolutely. But, I mean, you, got, you got the groove on. I mean, it's just yes. so. All right. So that's that. And then uh, what were we, we saying? Okay, about jumping on people's backs. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, there's some people that are afraid when they got their back a little out of, out of sync. I mean, it is crazy that... Uh, what you have to learn to be able to improve the back without destroying it more. Absolutely. Well, you know, our curriculum was very much like it is in medical school. I mean, we had dissection, you know, anatomy and physiology, understanding the pathology of the spine of, of the body as a whole. And yes, having to incorporate that every time with a client, with a patient. Um, absolutely. And to be able to, tap into just understanding the body is amazing in itself. I don't, we, we really don't know in detail because we don't get that in school. You know, we really understand, you know, as they say, the power that made the body heals the body. When we actually are giving the body what it needs, it's amazing how it can transform. And something like chiropractic, which I just think is just one of the most special techniques out there or practices absolutely can do wonders for the human body. It's just not about yeah. cracking the back, but absolutely healing on so, so many totally. levels. Yeah, I would say between what we don't know about the brain, acupuncture and chiropractic, when I see someone who's at the top of their game in chiropractic and they just go like this and then they go like that and the That's person right. comes up and or she comes up and she's like, wow, I'm aligned, I'm straight, I'm good. And I, I really trip on that. That is an amazing that's an amazing knowledge. Yeah. The first, well, the first chiropractors, BJ and Dee Dee Palmer, they were actually uh, metaphysical practitioners. It just didn't start with just, you know, they, they were already in tune. So to then go in deeper to the anatomy and the physiology and understand this practice, the first person that was ever, well, that really came to the light, this gentleman, Harvey Lillard, he had a hearing issue and they, he was hit on the back with a book and his um, his hearing was restored. And after that, you know, they knew that they had to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into understanding how what is happening with the nervous system. So once they realize that you can by just by realigning the spine can absolutely restore the body, really get the body in its communication 
is quite powerful. So to really be, when you're really in tune, you're just, you really understand the energy of what's happening. And yes, we are very gifted practitioners. I like to, you know, well, we put that out there, but you know, it really is a beautiful, magical practice. Well, we have to go to break in a minute, but I do want to say, uh, what, what's the name of your practice? Uh, uh, it's actually holistically yours, health and wellness. It's almost like no matter what you say, I always want to have like the tagline afterwards, like we got your back. I just I, <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's right. I, yep. All right. And how do people reach you, Dr. Heather? Oh, they can reach me. They can email me at Dr. Heather Pearman at Gmail. That is very kind of you. I mean, you could have said they cannot email me, but you let them email you. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. And Mariana, how about you? How can people get the book and how can people reach out to you? www.blossomhospitality.com. I have my website. That's my coaching and consultancy company. And there is a contact that you can reach or LinkedIn or social media or there is. Dr. Heather, so do you love how she throws down with the uh, the Alabama <laughs> accent? She, I mean, she just <laughs> like that. So, so really excited about reading this book. I have to say I had to jump on a plane, but I'm so glad to have this book. I want to show it off. And uh, I'm going to make some comments in the second segment because I'm going to look at a little more. But uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Be the best you, the best you expo with Bernardo Moya, now in Spanish, by the way. I mean, we have it in Spanish. I'm going to get the Spanish version, too. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. I read it two weeks ago. Did you? Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Dr. Heather, we'll have to give you a complimentary copy for being on the show. So this is Cameron Sean and Voice America. Our sponsors today are the Key Smiling Movement, Amplifluence, and of course, Perfect Publishing. We'll be back in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. We don't follow. 
we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, Ken Roshan in the second segment here in D.C., Maryland area. Excited to be back. We were just in uh, San Antonio. I was at the Alamo. I'll send you guys some photos. Amazing. I mean, talk about a historic place. I, I just, I was so blown away by that. And then went up to Austin. We're, we're creating all these city books. So, Dr. Heather, we're going to be coming to your city in New York City for the Jumbotrons. Where we're showing off Mariana's book. I, I, I do want her to be part of that. We're doing 100 authors and maybe, just maybe, we'll have your book cover designed by that point, Dr. Heather. Okay. And we're doing a cute smiling Big Apple edition. So all the cool movers and shakers of the Big Apple, we like to honor them. And you're going to be kind of mad about this, Mariana, but I have to just, I have to just be straight with you because you may not have been on the show if I told you this before the show. So I, you know how sometimes you have to be the good host and keep things back. It's kind of like the Russian pop. <laughs> don't tell too much yet because they might want to leave the country. <laughs> this is Bernardo Moya's book in Spanish. He did not do it in Slovakian yet. I cannot believe it. I know. That's, <laughs> That's <right>. crazy. <laughs> That's unacceptable. I know. I was like, no how to show. No how to show. <laughs> I said, yeah. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> so this is really a gorgeous book. I mean, you went all out. Yeah. So yeah. This you said it was like your uh autobiographical. Yes, it's my autobiography. It it was supposed to be just compilation of my leadership stories throughout my career of leadership in hospitality. Right. Um, but then I gave it to a couple of my friends to to read it after. I, I finished it literally two weeks before pandemic hit us, the first lockdown. And my friend said, there is so much more to you and to your life. It seems like uh, eating was most Say it all. Yeah, eating so was I, a very big part. Eating, eating was, was a big huge big part. part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you don't eat, you don't grow though. So that, that's I mean, it. That's that. it. <laughs> part of growth as well. Yes. So, so we, then, have, yes. Well, we have, we have something called uh, dose of hope. Yeah. It's, it's a really fat 800 page book. And it's a TED talk of how we create who we are that we love mm. enough to give that gift of who we are to the world. And that comes in the form of a purpose. Yes. And that purpose, the bigger the who we are, the bigger the purpose is, the bigger the impact is. So I, I wanted to close out our discussion of who you are with what did we miss? What do you want to include? And then we're going to go to Dr. Heather and then we'll do a little surprise, surprise. Okay. So what else would you like to say about how you created who you are? It was literally when my 40s knocked on the door and I realized that I was missing more growth and I needed to, to really acknowledge my superpowers. I call them superpowers. They're really just strengths, but strengths started sounding too limited and corporate. So I call them now superpowers because they do create magic. And um, sometimes we don't know what we like until we experience what certain things and we know what we don't want. And one thing led to another where I realized I really need to be giving my energy, my positivity, and being the person that inspires and influences the world to make it a better place for us all. So I felt like climbing the ladder 
on my career ladder. I've started from waitress, bartender, made it to a vice president. I realized that, okay, now I made it. And now what? What did I change? Whose life did I change? How did this world become better? I opened, you know, tons of restaurants and hotels, but is it a better place because we have more restaurants and more hotels? So, so I so turned it around. Stop right there. So this sounds like a, the, the best you type of conversation. So you asked yourself at that age yeah. how you could be better. Yeah. It's a really important conversation. I asked myself, now I'm 41, 42. What do I want to be doing the next 60 or 70 years of my life? Because I'm going to live till 120. Uh, just, you know, side, side note. Most Slovakians live to 130, so I think you're cutting yourself <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. So I said, next 40 years, what do I really want to do? What, where is my focus? And that's how I got into coaching. It was, it was very inevitable. By noticing how people mm. want to be in my presence, how people always cherish and value my either advice, or I always have something, something to say that makes their day better, that turns that gray color, the fog, into sunshine and positivity. And so I said, I have to find a technique or something that I can grab and utilize these superpowers of mine. Technique is what? Coaching. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you the distinction I'm hearing <clears throat> is that you really push the envelope. And you constantly do, because really, someone that lives in a country that in a city of 2000, and is here now and has written a book. And by the way, you, you did not do what most people do. I mean, Heather, come on, look at the, look at the font here. I mean, I'm seeing. I, I know when I was 20, I could read this. I have to get double bifocals to get this. <laughs> but I mean, this is really a beautiful piece. And I, and I say this from a standpoint that every single thing is thought about. And yeah. So each chapter ends with a question that you ask yourself. Why, why these shoes? Why these shoes? Because the previous chapter talks about how I used to keep 17 pairs of shoes under my desk at work and mm -hmm. change the level of the size of the heels to survive 14-hour shifts as oh, manager wow. in the restaurant. Well, what's weird is these happen to be the shoes I flew with in Southwest. So this is... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anything else so we can get to Dr. Heather with the completion of her who? What else culminated the who that you are? Um. Just uh, one question. Go ahead. If not now, when? Mm. Beautiful. And that is the question. And that, that is actually a great quote for this expo too. So Dr. Heather, we obviously, because we're doing this a different way, I think you can see the chop chop needs to actually elevate into a mountain. So um, <laughs> tell us what we left out in the first segment that culminates the who that you are. Okay. So, um, so you were talking about wearing, having to wear bifocals now, right? I was going to say, you know, probably a good adjustment might help that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, but yeah, listen, I, again, you know, restoring the nervous system is an amazing thing. Uh, but, you know, as I continued in practice, because I've actually been in practice for over 20 years, what I found is that, you know, I really started to get into other areas outside of chiropractic, started to get into the areas of, um, of quantum physics, metaphysics clinical nutrition and began to create programs. I got certified as life coach, relationship coach, transformational coach. They used to call me alphabet soup because I have so many different certifications. But, you know, I ended up getting to a place where I just found that, you know what, I need to 
there's a part of myself that loves to go in, listen to what my clients are saying, and really beginning to dissect what it is that's happening in their reality. And always been a really great listener. Like I said, being able to dissect, as a matter of fact, dissection was actually one of my favorite classes in chiropractic school. But um, but it just there was just something in it. And the deeper that I got with clients, what I found was that I need it's, this was about self-love, but it was also something that was happening in my own reality. Yeah, but what, what evoked all this? Because I'm telling you, not everyone is like you. I got I got to get this learning. I got to, I mean, you really push the envelope, too. What because, are- yeah. It was just, you know, there's just, that's just been my life. I've always wanted to know more. When I was going through. Who inspired it? um, You know, it was, I have to really say it. I found that it was what was happening in my practice. I always had such great relationships with my clients throughout the years. And I would, you know, I have to say that was earlier. I think it's earlier, Dr. Heather. I think so. The parent was. You know, my parents, growing up with my parents, right, they just allowed me just to be, okay? They allowed me to go and explore. And, um, you know, just even throughout my high school years, throughout my teenage years, you know, there was something about listening to my friends and they would always let me chime in and share, you know, my perspective. And I found that, you know, that just seemed to stay with me throughout the years, you know, and once again, just it was a lot of these changes in my life actually took place while I was in practice. Now, I went through some severe changes when I was in practice. I had developed some serious health issues, got married, two children, got divorced, you know, all these things. And the more that I would continue to work on Heather, right, and go through these healing and transformative processes, it was it. Where would it take me into the practice? So, with bringing all these things together, this is what began to push me into really saying, "Okay, do I want to stay on this practice, on this path of chiropractic?" And then that's what ended up leading me to really going deeper and becoming an emotional activation. Excuse me, an emotional activist, alchemist. Excuse me, and love activation. Alchemist, beautiful. Alchemist. Yes. So let me let me reframe the rest of the show because we have a very short time, believe it or not. I mean, it's going to fly like that. So if I allow questions like this to be elaborated on and we will not get to everything. Is that fair? Okay. absolutely. I'm going to change. The rule is when a question's answered, you tie it in in 30 seconds. Is that fair? 30? (laughs) So what are you speaking on at the event, Dr. Heather? I am speaking on um, the topic is let love flow, which is about mastering your emotions through the power of love. You did it. Real, Beautiful. You did it. All right. And Mariana. I am going to speak. I'm going to openly talk my story. Let everyone know my story from, from coming here as an au pair to vice president and how I reinvented and repurposed my life. But mostly uh, my speech will be focused on, my mission to insert compassion and kindness and humanity into today's leadership because our leaders of the world are letting us down and we need to start picking it up one by one from the bottom up and change it. So being the best you expo, if you were the leader of the world, short answer, what would you do? If I was the leader of the world, I would just lead with compassion. I would 
I would just lead through love. What about the haters? The haters? Uh, haters, we just have to find the, the self-love with the haters and we have to turn them into love. We need to make them aware of the light they are and the magic they are. Okay. Um, Mariana, you can ask a question. No, you can. I would encourage you to do, take advantage of the fact you can ask a question, Dr. Heather, and vice versa. So uh, great question, short answer, and back and forth. <laughs> Dr. Heather, I really love the way you said, the way you're evolving, you're bringing that evolution to your clients. It seemed like, uh, to me, I was very, you know, touched by it because that's what's happening with my own, my practice. Is this and a question? My, everything. Are you going to go like... <laughs> now, the question, now the question, quick, is what was your turning point uh, finding your self-love? I got to make this quick, right? 30 seconds. Well, 30 to 40. How about that? Okay. When, <laughs> I, when I actually learned about the love frequency... And I knew I had to go deeper with it. And the more that I began to, to dissect that and what this is really about, that's when I think I really started to make a conscious effort of tapping into this concept of self-love and realize that we all have it. It's just about it being activated. And beautiful. that's it. Fantastic. No, that's not it. That's like a mic drop. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Dr. Heather, what would you like to ask? You know, what's so interesting is that was actually going to be my question to Mariana. When did you finally get to this place? When did you know that you were in that energy of self-love? I have to admit it started with practicing yoga. That's when I started finding time for myself, commitment for myself, and the connection between my mind, body, soul, and realizing how much power I have, and then listening to friends, to, to clients, to feedback about those superpowers that were kind of coming out of me, being the light, not just taking it as average compliment, but being like, oh my God, I can do something with this. I'm holding it, that power of being me, being the authentic me. What can I do with it now? Some people are aware they have it, but they don't turn it into any actions that are helpful or purposeful. So I had no choice. Absolutely. Good job, both of you. And like I said, this normally doesn't happen, but I wanted you guys, since you're getting to know each other, to actually, and we're all going to see each other. You <laughs> got to record a question that didn't. We're besties already. Yes. So, Mariana, we're going to ask you, Dr. Heather, so be ready, what's going to be in your book, because your, your book is coming out, and we're going to have you back, okay? And your book is coming out, right? Not if it is. No, it is. It is. Oh, definitely. It's brewing. Okay. It's That's brewing. It. It. We're good. So, First of all, um, the size of this book, Ooh. it could be 300 pages and it could be like a lot bigger. I'm telling you, uh, that font is like, I do have microscopes downstairs and I had to read all <laughs> pages with the microscope. I mean, like, that is nuts. There's like four, there's like four or 500 words there. Okay, there we go. Um, Mariana, depending on how much time we have, I'm going to go with one or two gold nuggets of what people can expect from this book that will change their life at some level. Ah, uh, nuggets, short stories that are, that people can relate to from their own career and experience. Go deeper, detail, deeper. Okay, let's go, let's go with the gold nugget itself. What is, what is one or two gold nuggets? Uh, fearlessness, for example, taking a 
moment or uh, an opportunity to walk through the doors that open in their life. Um, second one would be the questions that are after each chapter are actually really, really questions they will ask themselves. And each question follows by an empty space that's called my space, which means they can write down their own answers or reflections or how that shows um, in their own life. Uh, these are series of my hospitality career, my own, with how I failed, how I succeeded, how I changed things around, uh, how I worked with teams, what people made out of me and how I contributed to their life and how I turned it around later on in my life, which is the purpose I'm living right now. So it's really a journey. This is a journey and it's an optimistic tale. There are some, some parts that are not as optimistic. There is my divorce. There is a lot of things, a lot of times when I was in HR about to be fired. There are things when I got fired. There are things when I got laid off. There are things when I got promoted trillion times. There are things when I mentioned on my interview when I was 24 years old to a five-star hotel that asked me, why are you not going? I was interviewing for Mandarin Oriental and the tipping point of the question, I had no experience just bartending, right? And they asked me, why don't you choose Ritz-Carlton or Four Seasons? And this, that's that moment that you don't plan and you've never heard anyone say that before, but it just comes out of you. I responded, why would I drive Mercedes when I can drive Ferrari? And I got the job on the spot. These things, when they happen, there is a higher power of you wanting something so badly that you know you're going to say something or some moment, defining moment will happen when you really, really wholeheartedly and whole-mindedly want it. So well, trusting I, it, trusting myself and the universe. <laughs> well, I, I have to say you're, you're being very humble because in flipping through this, pay, uh, this book, which I'm eager to read the entire thing, I, I, I need to say there, as a publisher, I published 500 books, Dr. Heather. And I mean, there are not that many books that are this small of a package where it could be like an encyclopedia inside it. She mm. there's so much thought in this book. And there's, there's a couple of points I want to make. One is uh, Charlie Tremendous Jones said the difference between where we are today and where we'll be five years from now are the people we meet and the books we read. Well, the people you're going to meet at the best you expo are going to change your life. They're going to change your trajectory. A book like this, there's so much content. There's so much introspective thought. There's so much MySpace. I mean, they never thought they're going to bring that, that social media platform back. They are so excited about this. This is crazy. <laughs> um, but just the fact that there's like 4,000 chapters. I mean, that's insane by itself. <laughs> How many chapters do you have? You have 32. 32. Yeah, 32. So I want to say that this is one of those books. How much is it? $15, I feel. $1,500? No, you know, I have it on my website uh, still in pounds because it's been set up in England. I made it and published it in England. You can buy it. It's accessible. It's Apple okay. Pay, easy. Is, is it on Amazon? Not yet. Oh, we're I'm just recording my, I just finished on Friday. I finished recording my audio version. I wanted to do it myself with my Slovak, Slovak accent. Uh, so I went for it. So it's going to be on Amazon. Audio version is going to be on Amazon. This one is going to be only through my website because I would like to personalize every single copy that sells. So uh, if it's million, that will be my full-time job. That is so good. That is so good. Well, uh, I think it's a very valuable book. <clears throat> I think it said it was $29 or more. I would say, that <laughs> no. no, I'm just saying it. No, it's worth so much. It's just the value. It is. Yeah. It's the value. I mean, 
when you think about it, I, I put on the back of my first book and I think my 40th book, I said, I worked a year to download my heart and mind into this book and create this masterpiece that is the best I possibly have of represent, representing every thought idea I could give value to you. And you're just buying it for 20. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't yeah. that ripoff. It's just that people don't normally understand how much work goes into this. And this, this is a masterpiece. I can tell you, I've seen enough books. This is your first, right? Yes. This is what I call a masterpiece. And because it, it's so well thought out, there's just so much content. Every single page could change your life if you really take it and apply it. So bravo to you. Bravo 100%. to you. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> so Dr. Heather, you have a book coming out and uh, I've just got an indication we're getting close to the rapid fire. So since your book is not out and we're going to talk about it more, what is the concept of your book? Well, it's the same concept about mastering your emotions through the power of love. And it's really, it's going to, there'll be a lot of info in there. We'll definitely talk about my upbringing and all that good stuff, you know, but wanting to be able, wanting to, the desire is to aid people in learning how to do it. You know, when, when we can master our emotions, you know, it's a very, very, very powerful ability to be able to experience anger, frustration, and being able to neutralize it in seconds and to be able to come back into the present moment. You know, that's the gift that they'll What's be the giving. Um, you know what? I'm contemplating. I'm not ready to share it just yet. All right, we won't. <laughs> so we have rapid fire coming up and it's it's like really okay. quick. Um, so you're drinking. I, I saw you drinking some Slovakian either water or vodka. What yes. Was yes. It's, it's Slovakian water. Okay. Yes, Good. that's and what it was. Mariana, what are you drinking? I'm drinking American water. <laughs> oh, just water, just water. Okay. All right. So you ready for the rapid fire? Fast it goes out to you, fast it comes back, right? Here we go. So we'll start with uh, Mariana, a book that changed your life. Three books, Ikigai, Outwitting the Devil, and You Can Heal Your Life. Fair. Okay. Dr. Heather. The Mind Gladiators of the Future by Ramtha. They're absolutely one of the I most haven't heard that books. one. We got to check that one out. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, Mariana, um, movie that inspires you. Martian. Really good one. Yes, I love that one. I love it. Amen. All right. <laughs> Survival. <laughs> All right, Dr. Heather. The Matrix. The first one. Absolutely. Yes. And I'm going to cuss, okay? Heck to the yeah. All right, here we go. Um, song that gets you going, Mariana. Ah, that would be Satsang, the story of you. Okay. And Dr. Heather? It's called Follow Me. It's actually a house music record by Alias. Oh, I know it. I have it. Yes. Follow me. Yep. That's the 90s, right? Yes. Actually, early 90s. Absolutely. 92, I think it was. All right. Uh, Mariana, um, who's someone you want to meet that you haven't met? There is no one I want to meet right now. I want to meet myself every day, but okay. if he was still alive, I would have wanted to meet Mahatma Gandhi. Of course, that's a great one. Thank you. And Dr. Heather? You know, that is so interesting, Mariana. I've been contemplating that one too. It's, uh, you know, I, I still want to meet Oprah, hey, you know, um, absolutely. You know, I have this thing, but it's still about continuing to meet myself. I'm there with you 100% on that. So, Mariana, uh, I'll give you the third quote for the Best You Expo. You ready for this? Ready. A gentleman, his name is Scott uh, Stratham, and he had on his arm right here, bare arm, he had mm-hmm. Gandhi, and it was, my life is my message. Wow. 
That was, I, that was probably the most powerful uh, tattoo I've ever seen. All right. So uh, what's the quote you live by, Mariana? Well, Paul, uh, Paul Arden, it's better to regret what you've done than what you've never done. Nice uh, full circle there, young lady. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Heather. This actually comes from Stephanie South. And please, pardon me, I just got to add this in. It is actually Jose Arguez, who is the founder of this organization called The Law of Time. He transitioned in 2011. Um, and it's his wife, who's the legacy holder of this organization, The Law of Time. Um, it's love, love, love above everything. Amen, amen, amen. So you guys have both been amplified. Amplified is about loving and amplifying leaders that cause inspiration, create community and are the best you every day. Cause they ask how they can be the best you yet again and again and again. So I'm very, very proud of you guys. I'm very excited to meet both of you in LA you. March 2nd through March 5th. If you've not gotten your tickets, go to the best you expo secure tickets. You get to meet not only Mariana and Dr. Heather, but you get to meet roughly 120 other amazing speakers that are traveling Southwest, some to Alaska air, air <laughs> to make sure that you are the best you. So this is Ken Roshan on Voice America, Jeff Spinard, big love to you for always looking down on us Thank and you. all of us as hosts be the best you we can be on a platform you designed your vision. And if you know anyone that inspiring hope, and you'd like to nominate them in the Dose of Hope or just want to say, hey, recognize them with a key smiling card. We'd love to have them in the movement because that's what it's about to be the best you, having the most smiles in the world. We'll see you next week. Stay amplified. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.